I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, the ultimate guide to following your purpose and creating change in the world is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It is packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work so that together we create a better world. When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp 
during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking about the Taltech prophecies for 2021 and 2026. Now, there are certain planetary transitions of consciousness that we've been aware of for thousands of years. The ancients have written about these transitions in sacred texts and calendars that we still have access to today. All we have to do is look into them and let their wisdom guide us to making the best choices for what's coming up. The Aztecs and Toltecs, the ancient Mexicans, is one of those cultures whose prophecies we're experiencing right now. According to my guest today, the author of The Real Toltec Prophecies, Sergio Magana, the 2020 pandemic is part of an inevitable transition. And in this interview, we talk about this in more detail, as well as the Toltec prophecies for 2021 and 2026. Specifically, in this video, you're going to learn what the Aztec calendar is and how it works, the Toltec prophecies for 2012, 2021, and 2026, details about this transition from the fifth to the sixth sun, what you can do to prepare for this transition, and practical processes you can use to help complete this transition. When you're done listening to the episode, be sure to come and join your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know what you think. Without further ado, enjoy this episode with Sergio Magana. Sergio Magana is the main current voice of the ancient Mexicans and the author of The Toltec Secret and Caves of Power. Chosen to spread the Toltec prophecy by his teachers, the keepers of the real Toltec, he brings forth Aztec knowledge with a new book at the exact time that it's needed. The Real Toltec Prophecies. In Real Toltec Prophecies, Sergio uncovers the prophecies from the Aztec calendar that reveal important insights about the years 2012, 2021, and 2026. Sergio, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you very much, George. Such a pleasure to see you again. Uh, I am not so- doing a podcast after working in Hay House. I together. know, right? So for people watching this right now or listening, so Sergio and I met while I worked for Hay House. And of course, Sergio is a Hay House author. Um, I worked on his titles, A Toltec Secret and Caves of Power, which I both loved. And I'm so excited to be chatting now on a different, on a different level about your new book, The Real Toltec Prophecies, talking about the Aztec calendar and the significance of these um, years that's coming in right now, 2021 and then 2026. And of course, 2012, which we all know was a very significant year. But before we dive into the specifics of all that, I just want to give people a background about who you are and what you do and how you got started on your path. So what got you to the point right here, right now, where you teach about the ancient Mexicans, the Toltecs and the, and the Aztecs? Uh, okay, uh, I think like two, may, uh, two things in my life uh, took me here. First of all, that uh, my mother had to work. And uh, so I was really raised by a nanny that she was like uh, uh, from an indigenous group here in Mexico that they are named the Otomis. She was like the daughter of the main healer of the, of the group. So actually she knew all these things. She was supposed to, 
to be the next in the lineage uh, after her father, but she had to escape because certain things. And she took care of me. So I saw all this, all this indigenous in other way, but clean things and smudging and that. And for me, it gave a lot of respect because I saw that it was as effective like a child, like uh, the common medicine. So that's a, a first fact of respect of the ancient knowledge. And then um, uh, when I grew up and I wanted to be an actor, actually um, uh, there was like a, a kind of casting for uh, to, to be the host of a spiritual <laughs> show. Yeah. And I got it. So I was in the, on in the radio like for 15 years. And it was about energy, spirituality. I was interviewing Buddhism, Kabbalah, and many, many things. And something incredible happened because one of the listeners, uh, my teacher, Hugo Nawi, one of the main teachers of the Mexican tradition, he heard it. He heard the radio show and he said, he's the one, the one that is going to spread the, my lineage in the world. And what he had been uh, learning in the lineage at least of 1,000 years. So, and then he went, we were sponsoring certain workshops for that show and he went there, he was interrupting all the class and then he, uh, people was angry, but I, and then he came to me because I didn't come to learn anything. I came to teach. After like two or three times that of the same story, uh, because now you know that in the spirituality, there is a lot of people that they think re they receive messages and it's not. And yeah. that's so I, I trust him. And I said, okay, let's go and have, have, have um, one hour. And in that, my first class, he explained the mathematic of the Aztec calendar, mm -hmm. how uh, dreams were going to be really important in this stage. Actually, what we're going to talk about, not 2012, 2021, so at the end of that session, I said, yeah, probably he came to, t to teach me, <laughs> actually. No, I totally believe. And then he started teaching me once a week for years with his other friend uh, that taught me one Tuesdays, the other Thursdays. And that's how I got all the information, actually, because of the voice in the radio show. Oh, wow, a proper apprenticeship. And what, what fascinates me is how we're always connected to our life purpose from a very young age, like with you and your nanny. And then at some point we'll let it go, but it comes and finds us. Yeah. And I have you quite of a- escape. <laughs> exactly, you cannot escape. And because I kind of resonate with your story a little bit because growing up, now I'm Greek Cypriot, so I, I'm, I yeah. grew up in Cyprus. I grew up in Cyprus and growing up, I was always fascinated with like the ancient Greek gods. I didn't know why, but I was like, I love reading about the mythology. I love watching Xena, the warrior princess on TV and Hercules and all that. <laughs> and then uh, right now, the, the, the year I left Hay House, that's when I went to Greece. I, I felt the call, I had the epiphany, and I went and started with a lineage of the ancient Greek pagans. So I became a priest to Greek paganism, to Hellenic polytheism. So now I'm transitioning more and more towards doing work with like the ancient Greek tradition. And now listening about your story, I can see how it's kind of similar in the sense that you started from like a young age, seeing all, having all these influences, and then eventually the purpose comes and finds you and you get the training you need and you, you move forward, which is fascinating yeah. when it comes to like finding and following our life purpose. Many people feel like, oh, I don't know what it is. What if I don't find it? Well, it finds you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And for example, in the, 
in the first part of my first book, like many years ago, I told to Hugo, thank you, because you saw my destiny a lot before me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by hearing that radio show. So, and, and I'm so thankful with life and to find also, like you say, your roots and uh, such a rich tradition Indeed. here in Mexico that I never thought. Yeah, so let's talk about the Toltecs and the Aztecs. Now, these terms are usually used interchangeably, but give us the difference between the two. Who are the Toltecs? Who are okay. the Aztecs? Are they the same there thing? Are, there are many different like versions. Okay. Uh, the official one that is also valid will tell you that the Toltecs is a culture that lived very close to Mexico City, uh, that were considered uh, really advanced and wise. Uh, and that they lived um, between nine, the 900 after Christ to PK was like in the 1200. Uh -huh. And the Aztecs uh, is a group that started like in 1300 something, and that they were, were the ones that were here with the, when the conquest happening, like ruling. They had like this uh, amazing empire that took the Mayan land and that. That's the official one that has part of the truth. But, for example, a Toltec is always like a very respected uh, word because it, is, it means like the people that uh, it is referring to a wise group of people hmm. that no, almost no one knows that it's not about the culture that I have just spoken. They just took the name from there that it was like a group of, of enlightened people that they are even mentioned in the Popol Vuh, the sacred Mayan um, book, that the Mayans were before, the start at least, that taught everything to everyone. So from that group came the, the name of the Toltec culture and many of the knowledge that is in both the Toltec uh, or, or the Nahuatl tradition and the Maya and all the knowledge of Mexico. At the end, um, the Aztecs uh, say, said that they were descendants of the Toltecs. Mm. So, and like you're Greek, it, it, I will give like an example. The Toltecs were seen like the Greek, the, the, the great development of the culture. And, and then the Aztecs became like the Romans. They mm. adapted completely the Got same it. system. Yeah. With, uh, not so pure, but... <laughs> But actually, I, I honor a lot the Aztecs because they all, all the uh, energy, all the information that we have, they preserved it. If not, it would have been lost. Hmm. Uh, so the Toltecs were the really wise ones and uh, the Aztecs, the ones that preserved at the end the knowledge. And actually, the knowledge is very long uh, because it, it is based not even in the cultures. It's in a, la a language that is named Nahuatl that was spoken by the Teotihuacans and many, many groups, yeah. including Toltecs and Aztecs. So it's a lineage of like 20 cultures that, yeah. that spread it. And in, in your new book, The Real Toltec Prophecies, you're focusing on the significance of three important years specifically around the Aztec calendar. Now, what, what is the significance of the Aztec calendar and why is it important currently? Okay, uh, first of all, it's named Aztec calendar because 
there is a very famous uh, song calendar that was carved in the time of the Aztecs. Hmm. But like I said, it's the inheritance uh, of thousands of years ago of many cultures. They just carved the, the, the stone and why nowadays it's known like Aztec yes. calendar. But it's not real. It's not really Aztec. It's like I said, a lot, uh, long time before was uh, designed. Then, I actually the, the title is really challenging because they're real. How do you, how we dare or I dare to say real? Because what happened? Because uh, I got information for Hugo in that class and in my classes about other counts that was the count of Central Mexico that wasn't like uh, the one that everyone in the world was following about the Mayans. And, and he told me that the change was going to be in 2021, everything. And actually I wrote a book uh, with an Italian publisher, the first one. Uh, and all this information was done. Was, I didn't know if it was going to happen. And if, if the things were going to fit with my count or the other. Actually, I wrote it because I trusted a lot in Hugo and I trusted a lot in the, in the, in the rest of the information that we were holding about it, the tradition and that. Then after I saw what happened in 2012, almost nothing, uh, at the end of Spectacular, so I thought that it could have been something like that. But when we were approaching all the things that he taught me, Boom, began happening exactly when he said da, 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 da. and then is when I said he had the real count mm. and that's why I, we put the real uh, because it's happening yeah exactly it's real year by year that's why I put real not because I said oh I have the count no oh. because he told me these things 15 years ago and everything has been exactly do, 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 do. so now I think it's real it happened yeah. the other yeah. one not Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. <laughs> exactly okay so the aztec calendar which is not aztec as we've learned is like it's a it's an amalgamation and combination and accumulation of so many years of knowledge but it's divided into suns and each lasting specifically 6625 years and there is a shift from the fifth to the sixth sun and which will complete may 2021 so let's take each of these three years specifically and analyze them. So what's the significance of 2012? 
Okay, first let's say where does the where does the count comes. Okay. There is like the, the outer ring of that calendar, it's like the long count. That is a cycle of twenty-six thousand five hundred years. Mm. That is the same one that the Egyptians saw of like procession of equinoxes, the same one of the eras of the Western astrology, but this is split into twelve eras, you get the same number. So mm -hmm. it was seen by many, many cultures. So it's not only Mexicans. The, the Mexicans saw that the, they split it instead of the 12 astrological signs, like in the normal astrology, in, into the number four, because it was at four moments of the day, four phases of the moon, two solstices, two equinoxes, mm -hmm. and that gives you these periods of 6,625 years. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, something that is shared everyone, so simply everyone understood it and, and split it, divided it, different. The Mayans have the same one, but they split it in five. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not saying anyone is correct. Some in, in five, some in 12. Uh, the central count in four. So, uh, and Hugo told me, but that it wasn't so radical that uh, like uh, one year finishing 31st of December and then you are in the next year, that the, the shift started in a full eclipse in 1991. 20, like 32 years ago, I think, or something like 31. And uh, when he taught me this, that it was uh, 2005, uh, it has already started. And he, and he said, first, the, uh, what is going to change is, go is going to be an external change of everything. Uh, and actually, if you saw what happened from like 25 past years, everything out of us changed. Technology, everything became so quick, uh, ta, 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 ta. but actually it was like these flashes of spirituality, inner change happening, but not really. Okay, it was starting, but what he said that the first um, 20 years were about an external change happened complete. In that time, I didn't make it so important because it was, it was already happening, so I said maybe it's just adapting what is happening. But then uh, he told me that the last Mayan date, the one that were, was following everyone, was a date that didn't have adjustments, that the ancient Mexicans, they re, re had meetings with, of all the cultures to adapt the calendar. But like that date was before, it didn't have like the last adjustments that the Aztecs got to the calendar, but that it was really important because it was like when the fifth and the sixth sun, the previous time and, and the one that is coming, were going to be like equally in influence. And then from there, the fifth sun was going to, to, uh, to lose power mm -hmm. until 2021, when the sixth sun was going to rule for, uh, for 6,000 and, and, and something yeah. years. And uh, that the, from 2012, to 2021, that actually is 2013, because it was the end of, the, of 2012. Mm. So it was going to start uh, a period that, oh, that, that, we, that was going to be really challenging because we were going to cross like humankind for, for the underworlds. And that that change, um, uh, that the change will end in May 2021, but will keep on until 2026. That's what I wrote and everything, mm. I didn't know. But when it started comparing, because he said the underworlds, that is where uh, we are trapped, uh, uh, like humankind and personally, will develop like year by year. And actually the eighth underworld, that is, should be this year, 
because uh, in 2020, it was the one of complete darkness. And he said, it is going to be a lot of uncertainty. People, people want to know where to go. And the feminine forces that have been rejected are going to express first the earth with uh, lack of abundance and with infections. So, but I got and I wrote about this and I talk about that years and years. I didn't know if it was going to be, but I trusted my teacher. And actually, when I saw it, I began comparing everything that has happened and it has developed exactly. We are in the eighth underworld, waiting to go to the ninth yeah. uh, in order to finish the challenge. And what is the challenge? What's going to happen when we uh, ascend to 2026, when we reach into the uh, sixth sun? What's the significance okay. of that? Yeah, May, we have to see that the suns alternate. So, and in, in a very easy way, we can see it metaphorically. There are suns of light and suns of darkness, hmm. and not good and bad ones, no. Yes. It's just like day and night, exactly. Mm -hmm. When we are awake or we're in daytime, normally we're looking outside. So in those, in those suns, God is outside, medicine is outside, satisfaction is outside. Mm. Uh, very good for religions, you need doctors, plants, whatever to heal you. You need satisfaction in other people in, uh, to conquer other ones. So it's very, very good for wars and all these things. And we're finishing all what we consider history is in the, in a, in the past, uh, in, the, in the last period of the fifth sun. Uh, the, the Western history, not, not the other ones that have been ignored. And it's a sun of the day, seeing outside. And now the change starts because we're going to a sun of the night. Hmm. When we're awake, when we are sleeping, we are supposed to have close, our eyes closed, see to your inner self, your underworlds, of course. Uh, you must see your dreams. And it's a lot more feminine because the night is feminine and uh, the... The sun is masculine and it's a complete shift. But what he told me that then I, I, uh, I got it finally is he told me the change will be gradual. It's not from one day to other. And if you see what happened really in after 2012, that was when the sixth sun is really expressing people, almost everyone stopped looking out. Why? Cell phones. Now everyone is in the middle. Yeah. Not as looking inside, many people is, is a lot more looking in the spirituality, but the, exactly like it was described, it stopped seeing outside, now everyone is here, and eventually it's going to happen something that will make the, a complete shift with technology to the inner self. Yes, so essentially it's going to be a self-reflective period, a period where we're, we're looking inside for answers and coming into our power and embracing feminine energy more than before. So what can, and by underworlds, do you mean the shadow self essentially, like looking within and allowing ourselves Under, to like heal? Yeah, Under, underworlds is, ortho, uh, in, the, in the orthodox story, are the places that we go when we die. Yes. They, are, they are described. But if dreaming is so, for this tradition, so similar to uh, dying, so is where we go every night. And they, so if dreams create our reality, it's things that we do here where we are trapped. That is repetitive, destructive patterns, addiction to suffering, fear of change, laziness, lack of discipline, ancestral patterns, heavy emotions, uh, the heavy use of the word and the thoughts, and uh, finally, the complete darkness. 
So it's something that looks very far away, but we are frequent flyers because all of us go in our dreams and in our life. We yeah. have destructive patterns. Humankind is addicted to suffering, uh, to create problems and these kind of things. Uh, people don't like to change. So we dealing with our issues, <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, so what would you say are as a practical process or what are the steps that we need to take to prepare ourselves? for this change. Of course, people can read the book and they can get, uh, I guess, all the exercises, but I was wondering if you can give us like a teaser of, of, of what we can do right here, right now. Of course. First of, of, of all is to address it. Actually, mm. I always took it serious, but I now, because it, it became real, I'm taking it a lot more serious. Yeah. That is happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> the shift, um, if we see it very basic, it's going for a masculine uh, order that if you see in the past years, uh, there are like three main religions, totally patriarchal. Mm. Uh, all these male uh, dominance uh, of, of, of the world that then came into also with minorities and other races and that, but now the night uh, what I'm talking is the famous darkness of the Bible from which everything came. So we all start ruling. Uh, the moon, because it's, it's, it's the night, the moon is the ruler of the dreams, of, of the illusion. And so feminine forces are coming back. The one that not, is not prepared will have a lot of problems. Yeah. So... First is seeing, uh, not like a cliche that everyone, is just reestablishing the relationship with the earth because it's the one that gives health and it's the one that gives abundance. Everyone is always asks, oh, please God, uh, give me money and something like that. I have never seen uh, even a penny or uh, clothes falling down like rain. Uh, everything comes from the earth. Uh, the earth. That's the first step. But what does the earth gives you? The the result of how you dream yes. and how is your unconscious. So you must deal with that. And then, uh, then the, the night is the one that gives life and death to everything. So if you deal with the changes, uh, not exactly to be, oh, the sacred feminine, and that, that will be to be the same disaster, but in feminine. is to deal with your feminine part that is your inside, what is hidden, what represents with the night when you are... Uh, uh, sleeping. Yeah, so essentially is again, stopping from trying to find this balance and the feminine outside of ourselves and yeah. or, or up in the god or goddess and just looking where we are within us and in the earth and doing this in, inward work here and now. And it's a very embodied way of doing that, essentially. Yeah, and there are certain ways, for example, to create a personal relationship with the earth. And it's not only become and going with flowers and rituals now. For example, yeah. if any time that you pay whatever or you receive money, that is one of the things of the earth, just say in your mind, in your honor, Mother Earth, Gaia, Tonansi, however, Pachamama, yeah. do, boom, 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 you will be recovering uh, a relationship with the earth. She will open the umbilical cord uh, that feeds you, that now is uh, pointing the heavens and uh, that won't work anymore. Actually, while we're approaching, that is so easy to start. 
Yes. Then to begin seeing how, how is your unconsciousness? And it's just by following the underworlds, which yes. repetitive patterns you have, in which areas of your life uh, you are addicted <laughs> to suffering. Some people is in health, in relationships, in finances, some in everything, and try to solve that. Uh, solve your, uh, also your fear of change. Because a lot of people now is fearful because the underworld is uncertainty. Yes. But, uh, and then it, it, it makes you lazy. And so, so in the pandemic times, only seeing Netflix or, or whatever and not doing anything to adapt to uh, a, new, a new order, actually. Yeah. Uh, and then dealing with your emotions and all these things. Well, also, if you do a dreaming training, then you will be able, in the most feminine part of you, because it comes with the darkness and the moon, that is the unconscious mind, to begin programming what you would like to live. And, and then it, 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 you will be perfect for the next years. According to Hugo, he, he said that after 2021, that the uh, change kind of finishes to 2026, that is the other cycle of called new fire, finishes, the people that don't adapt will have a lot of problems and will start dying. Do, 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 do. Not to create fear, is because they will be forced to go to come back in, the, in other lineages that adapted. So it will make uh, the genetics. Reprogramming, essentially. Yeah, 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 because if you, it's very different to be born in the most material parents yeah. that you come back with uh, a hippie power, uh, parents or something like that. Yeah. Not, not exactly, not, not, not a cliche, but that they have in the genetics the change. So that will force you to even to, to change. So essentially the best way to make use of our time, like to adjust to this change is, well, of course, the, the, the rituals we do to honor Mother Earth are great, but really focusing on the everyday and trying to find our connection and heal our connection with the Earth and all our, our repeating patterns in the here and now. So essentially being more conscious. For example, there are certain things. And the immune system, to be very, very... Uh, updated yes it's now only working with the masculine fire for example the, for the tradition the one that fights makes war and everything but now it's not enough if you have the feminine fire that that could be very very easy because you just can make an offering like good energy of your dreams thoughts feelings and actions to the feminine fire that in Nahuatl is named Shantiko, but you can call those only the feminine fire. Yeah. Come, come, mind before matter, it won't be the, the fire in your hand. And then when you feel a tingling or something, you, you just close it and you uh, transfer to your thymus that rules the, the immune system to also add the feminine fire. That is the fire that women uh, got in their homes to cook with love, that makes home everything. Yes. So you get that the earth will become your home. And if everything is home, not viruses, not bacteria will attack you because it's self-attacking. And you're just raising the vibration of your immune system. You're not denying the masculine part that needs to fight and defeat, just adding the other. And there are like those things that are quite simple, that change completely your wow. destiny. Yeah, uh, in the way that your body works, your thought and your life. So everybody can get these spiritual technologies essentially from the Aztecs in Sergio's new book, 
the real Taltech prophecies. Sergio, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing these powerful tools and like knowledge with us. I'm so excited to like get started with, uh, with attuning myself to this energy. And I'm so excited for everybody to do this as well. Where can people get in, get in touch with you and where can be, people get the book from? Uh, the book, I think, uh, are all the links, Amazon and, and everything. Yes. Uh, and with me in my, in my website, SergioMagana.com or in Sergio Magana in Facebook, that I am there in English and Spanish. <laughs> Perfect. And of course, all the links, both English and Spanish, will be available in, in, the, uh, in the show notes. Sergio, thank you so much. Thank you, George. It was such a pleasure to see you. And uh, a big hug to all your followers and everyone. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.